The latest craze amongst those who have the money for it is commercial private space flight. But there's a bit of a machlok, as a debate as to where space begins exactly. Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 12, Duff Yubez of Chagiga. And we learn that heaven begins right above our heads. Our job as human beings is to connect heaven and earth. The only thing separating heaven from earth is our very own selves. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with the story. When the Holy One blessed me, he came to create Adam. The angels mobilized politically, forming various factions, advocating for and against the creation of humankind. Chesed said man should be created, for he will perform acts of kindness. Truth said man should not be created, for he will be filled with falsehood and lies. Tzedek said man should be created, for he will act charitably. Shalom said man should not be created, for he will be full of strife. What did Hashem do? He took truth and thrust it to the ground, thereby having those angels in favor of man's creation outnumber the naysayers. The angels are shocked. Master of the universe, how have you degraded your symbol? The Almighty responded, Truth shall arise from the earth. Let's analyze today's Gemara. Rabbi Allah said the height of Adam, the first man, was from the ground to the skies, as it is stated since the day that God created man upon the earth. When he sinned, the Holy One blessed be, he placed his hand upon him and diminished him, as it is stated, You fashioned me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Let's analyze today's Gemara. One of the great questions of the space race is where does earth end and heaven begin? From nation-states that have competed to send the first shuttle to the heavens, to billionaire private citizens seeking to launch commercial space flights, it's not just a question of who gets there first, but where there actually is. In Judaism, we gaze up to the heavens and know that if the solar system is part of that calculation, then it's really only the first of myriad stages and levels of heaven, each more spiritual than the previous. While the weightlessness of space offers fascinating evidence that space may represent the edge of heaven, the celestial sphere is still part of the physical universe. So where does heaven begin? According to Algamar, when Adam was created, he was so tall that his head reached heaven. The Benish Chai offers a powerful insight to this idea. The gematria, the numerical value of rakia firmament, is 380. The gematria of Eretz, meaning earth, is 291. The difference between heaven and earth is 89 which is the gematria, the numerical value of guf, meaning body. In a certain sense, then, when a person stands upon earth, heaven begins where his body ends. The body is the only thing separating heaven and earth. Along these lines, the Ahamer explains that Adam was created to fuse heaven and earth. Our job as human beings is to connect the upper realm and the lower realm by elevating this world and drawing down the Shekhinah, the Divine Presence, into this physical universe. When we do mitzvahs, we connect heaven and earth. Some mitzvahs are elevation of the earthly realm mitzvahs, such as the transformation of strips of cowhide 
into Kedusha, sacred items of spirituality, such as a Sefer Torah, Tefillin, and Mezuzahs. Other mitzvahs involve the drawing down of the divine energy into this world, such as the shaking of the Lulav and Etrog. The palm branch itself isn't endowed with Kedusha, but the act of waving it draws down spiritual blessing into this world. The only thing standing between heaven and earth is you. When Adam sinned, God placed his hand upon him and diminished him. His sin caused him to become closer to earth, as he demonstrated he was driven by earthly desires as opposed to heavenly pursuits. In contrast, when we do mitzvahs, we demonstrate the heaven is directly above our heads. In their abundant wisdom, our rabbis provided an everlasting reminder of the heavenly domain sitting right above our heads with their instruction to don a yamulka. Many believe that the word yamulka derives from the Aramaic term meaning awe of the king. Our head coverings are placed in order to serve as a constant reminder of the spiritual mission not merely placed figuratively upon our shoulders, but resting literally directly above our heads. The Hebrew word kippah means a dome, and the same word is used when we want to cover something completely. In other words, the kippah's purpose is more than just a head covering. It should serve as a reminder that we are enveloped by the heavenly sphere. Just beyond our physical body is the spiritual realm. When we do a hand mitzvah, such as tefillin, we're able to reach out and touch heaven. When we do a mouth mitzvah, such as the recitation of the Shema, we are able to kiss heaven. But if heaven's directly above our heads, what changes when we do mitzvahs or, God forbid, act in such a way as to be diminished by the hand of Hashem? The answer is that while we may not physically be able to perceive a change in our height, every time we do a mitzvah, we grow spiritually. And heaven's levels are infinite. Heaven may still be beyond the realm of our physical body, but the level of heaven that our head is now nudging is incomparably higher than our previous level of achievement. The Kotzke Rebbe once asked his Hasidim, Where is God to be found? Some pointed upward. Others signaled that he's all around. The Kotzka shook his head. Hashem is found wherever we let him in. Hashem is indeed all around us. But it's our job to draw the divine into our lives and bring heaven down to earth. Next time you're told that your head is in the clouds, take it as a compliment. As long as you're fulfilling your divine mission on earth, your head is indeed in the clouds of glory, surrounded and protected by the Shekhinah. May you never stop growing. May you have a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daf Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daf Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores, 
and online from mosaicopress.com. Thank you, the transformative Duff.